Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. Warmer from the low, welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, and now part of the Houston Family Podcast, and it is also presented today by Vote Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings Prop 27. It's doing everything it can to get California's online and being able to bet on sports online, much like over half the country is able to. Our good friends out there in states like New York and Pennsylvania are able to. Obviously, out here in lovely Las Vegas, you're able to, but California is currently stuck with shady bookies and stuck out in the cold in general, so Prop 27 is working to change that, and we've got a great podcast for you. It's a little bit of a shorter podcast because, well, there's no games to recap here in the first segment. We had off on Thursday, but we've got set pitching matchups for all four games for the wild card games for Friday, so in the final segment, we're going to be taking a look, picks and analysis on all four of those games and a little bit of something I like to call it, touch them all. It's segment number two, Andrew Cayley. He does an amazing job over at Covers. He is a man that is north of the border as well, so has some good intel with the Toronto Blue Jays. He is going to be joining me. We're going to be talking about that series and really all these wildcard series, and if he has anything different in terms of the futures market, I alluded to it yesterday. Really, there's no value in terms of these wild card round props. If you're going to be looking at a team like the New York Mets to win their series, what have you, I guess that if the Mets were to get swept, you would just lose two bets instead of one, but there's really no value on any of these wild card series props, and if you're looking to take a future right now, I would just do a money line rollover instead of putting like one unit on the Astros at plus 425 to win the World Series. You put that one unit on their series price in round number one. You take the 
the winnings in that original one unit and you just keep rolling it over, you're probably going to get a better payout. Plus, if the Astros suffer some sort of injury, they get a matchup that you don't like, you're able to walk away from the table with your winnings. It just lends you so many different options. There's just, in my opinion, not a lot of value on the futures market. I'll see if Andrew thinks otherwise with that, but that's sort of what I'm getting at. But Andrew, he does an amazing job breaking down all these games. We're going to see if he's got some plays for the Friday games as well, and we're going to be doing that in segment number two. And if you do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you've got one or two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters EM, maybe it does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline, and the other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast by the five-star review. Shorter first segment today because I pretty much addressed all of the questions that I got asked in terms of futures, market, what have you. Like I said, if you really are looking at firing on a future, instead, I would just take a look at a money line rollover. I think it's going to be relatively chalky in terms of getting either the Dodgers or the Braves versus the Astros in the World Series. But trust me, this is why I am a game-to-game better. If you take a look at my portfolio's futures, it is completely bare, but I'm going to be filled with a bunch of individual game bets here throughout the postseason and you're going to be hearing all those on the podcast. But let's dive into our chat with Andrew on the other side. Keep this nice, clean, and easy so that way we can get you guys some picks just even sooner. That is coming up next right here on the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the VC Family Podcast. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago street course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
breaking down every game every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. We're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It is always great to have our guests aboard as Andrew Cayley does amazing work over at Covers. He's been doing a nice job covering the game of baseball all season long. On top of that, he does a great job in terms of taking a look at things on the links in golf. He does a nice job in college football. A little bit of fantasy from him as well. So he's a guy that checks all the boxes, does an amazing job of being able to make you some money, and you're able to follow him over at Covers underscore Cayley. Last name is spelled C-A-L-E-Y. And Andrew, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Oh, always a pleasure to be here, Greg. Thanks for having me, despite the fact that I, I feel like I'm already sweating through my shirt. My <laughs> my Blue Jays fandom is weighing heavily as we approach these wildcard games on Friday. And this is something I talked about a little bit as well, as I know you're going to be sweating out the Blue Jays games. We're going to be talking about that in a minute. Have no fear there. But in terms of futures market, I just don't think that there's a lot of value in it right now. Like taking a look at like, and Astros, Braves, what have you, to win the World Series. I would just instead bet series prices and roll over the winnings. And I mean, especially with these wild card series prices, I don't know if you saw them, but I don't see how there's really any value to be gained rather than just betting these games individually. If I'm out of line or if you've got a little bit of a different opinion, let me know. But I think the best way to operate right now is either betting series to series and rolling it over or just take a look at it game to game. That's a very good piece of advice. There's a few futures I would look at. I was I was talking about this to a coworker today. Being a Blue Jays fan aside, like I don't love the value on them to win this series. I believe they're in the minus 170 range to beat the Mariners. One thing I have found, though, is I found a couple of a series exact um, prices. So the Blue Jays to win the series at 2-0, that's about 2-1. to And the Blue Jays to win the series two games to one, that's about at plus 240. So you'll have options like that in a bunch of the series, all of the series for that matter. But I would prefer to sprinkle on those than the series at right. And then you're going to, if you think the Blue Jays are going to win, I'd I'd take them either on those, like you said, either game to game or take them on these exact futures and you'll come away with a little more money than just betting them to win the series at the minus 170 for the low profit. Absolutely. I even think that with those exactos, like you were talking about the Blue Jays, I'm right now finding them between a minus 124 to a minus 130 favorite. If they win in game one, if you just take what you won in game one and you put it all in game two along with your original like one unit, I think that you could actually maximize the value that way as well. And plus you're able to shop the line. So I do think that there's a lot of value in doing rollovers rather than just taking a look at futures right now. Plus you provide yourself with a little bit of added protection. And let's take a look at that game between the Blue Jays and the Seattle Mariners, because I'm not sure if this surprised you, but seeing the money coming on the Seattle Mariners, it's a little bit befuddling to me. I recognize that Julio Rodriguez had a home run in game 162, and he's a big part of the Seattle Mariners, but this is a line that I'm finding between minus 124 to minus 130 with the Toronto Blue Jays. So on a neutral field, they're saying that this would pretty much be even up. And Alec Manoa has been pitching much better than Luis Castillo down the stretch. The Seattle Mariners are a bottom three team in terms of batting average since the All-Star break. Meanwhile, the Blue Jays have five guys with 24 plus home runs. I know you're someone out there in the great country of Canada, and I'm right now seeing a lot of value on the Blue Jays. I don't know if that makes you feel hurt or nervous, and I don't know if you agree slash disagree, but I've been just a little bit befuddled by the fact that this line has come down. Yeah, I, I, I saw it open at about Toronto minus 150, which is what I would roughly line it at. 
you can make the case that Castillo and Manoa are a wash in this one. Yes, Castillo had a few tough starts down the stretch, but he's starting game one for a reason. He's been generally pretty good since coming over from the Reds. I had a solid year overall. 299 ERA is nothing to shake a stick at, but I'm still sticking with Manoa if you wanted to give a slight edge somewhere. He's got an ERA of one over those last eight starts. I remember in the middle of August, people were like, is this season becoming too long for him sort of thing? And he... He was like not a chance sort of thing. And he's the perfect guy to be pitching in front of this crowd at Rogers Center. Like he's going to be fired up. He's an emotional guy. He's going to ride that wave and it's going to let him pitch deep into this ball game. I think, like you said, outside of Julio Rodriguez, this Mariners team does not have much pop in this lineup. This is a pretty good scenario, I think, besides winning the AL East, which was gone long ago, <laughs> essentially. Getting this home field advantage and getting the Mariners a, a an inexperienced team while they do have some good pitching, the Jays can match them almost on every level and they clearly have the superior lineup. So it's interesting to see this money come in on Seattle, like you said. At this price now, I think there is some value with the Blue Jays. I was going to stay away from it because I thought it would stay around that minus 150 area but with Manoa and the edge in the offense there's value with the Blue Jays now in this game Andrew we're in complete agreement I set this as a minus 149 officially so at minus 145 minus 150 I thought that that was actually the very proper line for this and now it's come down to minus 125 to a minus 130, where I see actually quite a bit of value. So we're in agreement on that one, as Andrew Cayley does amazing work over at Covers, joining me on the podcast. And then in terms of the other American League game, I'm seeing quite a bit of value here between the Cleveland Guardians and the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays are between even money, and I'm seeing as high as about a plus 107, with the Guardians being a very slight minus 110 to a minus 120 favorite. And if this were the Shane McClanahan that we saw pre-All-Star break, I could get behind the Tampa Bay Rays in this spot. I just can't bet on the Rays because the Cleveland Guardians are one of the very few teams in the league that, in my opinion, have a better bullpen than the Tampa Bay Rays. And Jay McClanahan, since he went on the injured list, he just has not been himself. And there's very, very big question marks with that. Plus, as we know, Kevin Cash, he might just decide after like two or three innings, oh, Shane McClanahan, you don't have it. We're going to go with like an entire piecemeal bullpen game here. And I just don't have any faith in the Rays being right around even money of getting this thing done. Greg, you agreed with me the last time. I agree with you this time. It's really tempting to see that plus money with the Rays and be like, oh, I'm going to take the Rays. They've been in the postseason four straight years and they've been to the World Series and Guys like Rosarena and Wander Franco and Manuel uh, Manuel Margot can all get hot and they do all the little things well. But this Guardians team is basically a mirror image of that team. Terry Francona, just like Kevin Hatch, a very good manager, has the World Series experience, knows what it takes to coach in the postseason. So with Shane Bieber countering, like you said, we don't know what this version of McClanahan is. I don't, don't think he's pitched more than 76 pitches in a start since his return. While Bieber has really quietly had a nice second half of the season. I think he's got an ERA just around two over his last 13 starts. Looking a lot more like the guy who won the Cy Young in 2020 than to begin this year as well. So you mix that with the bullpen, like you said, that can match them. This is a good price for the Guardians. Yep, we are in locks up there. And then the total of six. I mean, boy, we're seeing two totals of six. I can't take those under. I don't know if you have the stones to be able to take a six under, but I mean, in Rays versus Guardians and the Padres versus the Mets, it's just a point of no return. If you get a push, you get a push. And if you just have a game in which it's a three to one clunker, you just tip your hats to the pitching and move on. When you just get this low of totals like we're seeing in these two games, 
I just can't take it under in these spots. And you get this low total, probably not because of the starting pitching, which is kind of weird. It's because these are arguably the two worst offenses in the postseason going right now. But they both do the the little things. Like I said, they, they manufacture run, they bunt, they sacrifice, they move guys around. Like it doesn't take, like it doesn't take much. And then you get a bloop and a blast and it's over six runs just like that. This is the one that I look at with the total of six that I, I would maybe even consider the over here, particularly you're seeing a, you can get close to even money at some places, I think on it as well. And then the other game that has a total of six involves the San Diego Padres who are averaging five runs per game on the road as well. Now, one of those games that I've been in New York, which is a little bit of a pitcher-friendly ballpark, and now you have to go up against Max Scherzer. And Max Scherzer is just like a complete cyborg. But with that said, you <laughs> Darvish has had his road struggles, been pitching a little bit better on the road towards back half of the season. But that Padres bullpen is a little bit of an issue. This is probably, out of all the money lines that we're seeing, the one that I think is most appropriately priced. And between minus 145 to a minus 150 with the Mets, I put them more around a minus 155. So I think that that is a relatively good number. I'm going to take the Mets just because I don't want to bet against Max Scherzer at home in this spot. But with that said, I just take a look at this total of six. And once again, I just think that it's too low, especially with the San Diego Padres being able to generate much more offense on the road rather than at Petco, which is just such a pitcher-friendly ballpark. I will say that if there is one, like maybe I'll look at the three and a half in the first five here. I really like the way that Darvish is pitching. While the Mets are another team that are kind of scrappy at the plate and they, they produce runs at a pretty good rate, they can be streaky at times. We, we saw that when they collapsed for the division just the last month or so. And like you said, Max Scherzer is Max Scherzer. I don't. I never want to fade him in this spot right now. He's the ultimate competitor. I'm seeing his outs recorded prop on this one at about 16 and a half. I just don't get that at all. You get 16 and a half at about minus 125 at some spots. He's going to pitch into the sixth inning, I bet, in this one. He's the ultimate competitor. He loves this scenario. And while the Padres do hit better on the road, this is still what I would call a disappointing lineup when you consider the fact that everyone kind of thought this would be the be-all, end-all lineup when they made the big moves at the trade deadline for Soto and Bell and Drury. And like, oh, you can't stop the Padres. Well, they've actually scored a few fewer runs since they made those moves. If there's anyone that can keep them down a little bit, it's it's Scherzer. I wouldn't mind looking at the... uh, under three and a half in the first five, just because of the way Darvish and Scherzer are both pitching heading into this game. And that's a good point as well, because part of the reason why I do like the six over as well is because the San Diego Padres bullpen, eh, it's <laughs> leaving a little bit of something oh, to be decided. I don't know what's going on with Josh Hader. He's lost it. Yeah, when you're trying to bank on the Padres bullpen to keep a six under, that's not necessarily a place where you want to be. As we've got Andrew Cayley of covers joining me on the podcast. And then the other game that we're going to be seeing on Friday, that's Phillies versus Cardinals. And darn near a pick Cardinals a very, very slight favorite with a total of seven. And I just think that this comes into recent form and home and road splits for me because Zach Wheeler has actually been very good against the St. Louis Cardinals. Has not given up a run in 14 innings, but he gives up much more on the road than at home. As a matter of fact, his ERA is two points higher when he's on the road, and he had a recent IL stint as well, so a little bit of issue there. Ozzy Kitana has been amazing since coming over to St. Louis, <laughs> about a two ERA. So that has been tremendous to take a look at, and with St. Louis – what they're saying is if they were playing this game in Philadelphia, they'd be more like about a plus 140-ish underdog, and I just don't agree with that. 
This is a really, really interesting matchup for me. St. Louis is a top-heavy lineup with Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, and <laughs> Albert Pujols finding the fountain of youth in the second half here. I'm frankly stunned by the way that Quintana even put himself into position to start Game 1 of a playoff series for the Cardinals. Pretty remarkable stuff considering like he had to resort to pitching for the Pirates to up his value again and... Now he's a slight favorite in this matchup. I want to back. I I would. This is almost the same as the McClanahan thing. I would back him. I'm a little concerned that he's a, a little more hurt than they're letting on, and he's not the same guy who we're used to seeing go out there pitch like seven, eight innings of two run ball sort of thing. If that was the case, I might lean towards the Phillies here. This price with the Cardinals at home is pretty tempting. But the other thing I really like in this one, it's it's dropped a bit. We're down to six and a half now for the total and. We don't know the health of Wheeler is 100%. Talk about bad bullpens. The Phillies might have the worst bullpen in all of the postseason. As great as Jose Quintana has been, I still don't fully believe it. And the Phillies have one of the best OPSs in baseball when it comes to facing left-handed pitching. So six and a half in this matchup, it's me leaning towards another over here. Yeah, I don't blame you there. I think that these totals are just a little bit too low in general. I'll be taking a look at a lot of overs for Friday myself and Andrew. Just in terms of a little bit more of a wider view in terms of any of these teams in the wild card round, could you see any of these teams being able make a little bit of noise when it comes to World Series because I'll tell you right now my World Series is Astros versus the Atlanta Braves I've got things a little bit chalky and I do think that's really interesting with these because I do think that the home teams should be able to prevail if there is a home team that is able to prevail that I think could make a little bit of noise it's the Mets but the Mets they have to go up against well a very stiff competition and a team that won over 100 games during the regular season so that's not going to be necessarily the world's greatest spot there for them and then I just take a look at the rest of these teams like a Philadelphia Phillies if they make it through I think that they're going to be served to the wolves it's a really really interesting postseason from top to bottom I'm with you a little bit I have a chalky like a gun to my head I have a chalky world series I'm with the Dodgers and the Astros I'd love to see my Blue Jays get through Houston that just it's just a really tough matchup with the way they have their starting pitching rolling and the bullpen's been outstanding for Houston while the lineup is a little top heavy injuries to like Brantley hurt them a little bit it's just very hard to find flaws in that team. So for that reason, I might like Cleveland to make a bit of a run if you had to make a team in that side because they'd avoid the Astros in the DS and they could go take on the Yankees, who I think are a very flawed team outside of basically Aaron Judge at this moment. I'm with you. I'm still a believer in the Mets in that rotation. For me, it's still pitching. Great pitching beats great hitting, particularly in the postseason. And if they can trot Scherzer and DeGrom and and Bassett out there every couple of days. If the lineup starts rolling like it was earlier in the season, they can beat anybody. Yep, they certainly can because that's what makes baseball so special because how many people thought, oh yeah, the Atlanta Braves are going to go out and win the (laughs) World Series last season or the Washington Nationals in 2019. I'm sure everyone had them winning the World Series. And I say that having not had either of those teams winning the World Series, but I always do a good job when it comes to getting good guests aboard. And Andrew, you always fit the bill. You do amazing work over there at Covers. And I know you do more than just baseball because I know you're doing a lot in terms of football, college football, fantasy, 
do a lot of golf as well. So let the good people at home know it's all on tap for you and how people can follow along on social media and other platforms. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at covers underscore Kaylee. Maybe mute me for the next few uh, days or weeks here because it'll be a lot of ranting or crying or screaming, whatever it is about the Jays the next couple of days. But I'll throw some bets in there as well. Actually, really quick. I love Ramiel Tapia to, to score a run about plus 200. He's 7 for 11 in his career against Castile with three extra base hits. Not much value on his total bases, but if he can get on at the bottom of the lineup for the guys at the top, I really like that as well. And tons of college football stuff. Have my weekly column with my best bets. I post most of those on Twitter as well. And Andrew does an amazing job with all of that and does a great job taking a look at baseball, football, golf. list goes on and on. And every time he joins his podcast, always brings the good. So big thanks, Andrew, for joining me on the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. Coming up next, it is that time of the podcast. They give me picks and analysis on every game on the betting board for this MLB Friday as we touch them all. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. Voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. Thank you, lovely Las Vegas, for the baseball betting show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beast of Family and Podcast. It is always great to get Andrew Kaley aboard. He does amazing work 
over at Covers, taking a look at the game of baseball. He is out there north of the border, so I am sure that he is very fired up for this Blue Jays and Seattle Mariners wild card round. But on top of that, I know he also does an amazing job taking a look at golf, taking a look at college football. Just a great all-around handicapper and a great all-around guy. It is always a pleasure to get him on this podcast. Now it is that time of the podcast. They give you picks and analysis on every game on the betting board for this MLB Friday, this wild card Friday, as we touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. You note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter feed at GUNET underscore 81. We are going to be going in Las Vegas rotation order. This is where we go with the National League games first, then the American League games, any interleague games. Those are going to be at the bottom. That'll keep things all nice, neat, clean, and easy. So without further ado, let's dive into this first game as it is going to be going with 939-940 on the betting board, which time order seems to be a little bit out of whack. I have to think that this has to do with like TV schedules and something like that. But with that said, we've got the San Diego Padres on the road facing off against the New York Metropolitans. Man, Max Scherzer is going to be on for the bets. You Darvish is going to be on the bump for the pods. And the Padres are finding themselves as underdogs anywhere between plus 125 and plus 135. Meanwhile, the Metropolitans getting them anywhere between minus 144 to minus 148. Six is the total. The over is minus 120 and the under is even. With the Mets, I was willing to lay up to a minus 155 on this money line. You're looking at the run line. You're getting it between a plus 160 to a plus 165. And I see a little bit of value on both the money line and the run line. But when it comes to postseason baseball in general, I really don't like to mess around with the run line unless we've got a very, very chalky number. And I really feel good about it. And with a total of six, I think that the six is too low. But I still think that you're going to get a lower scoring, a more conservative game. And I just can't go against Max Scherzer in this spot. I do recognize Max Scherzer coming off of his last start in which he did give up four runs at five and two-thirds innings against the Atlanta Braves. That is a little bit of an issue, but I think that he's going to go out and do a good job against the Padres. The one time that he faced off against the Padres during the regular season, gave up two runs over the course of six innings, so he was able to hold down the fort. And aside from that Atlanta Braves start, he had given up two earned runs or fewer in each of his previous three starts, so he was looking relatively solid on that front. I do think that he's going to be able to excel and do a nice job here. He's strikeouts per nine rate, so right around 11 this season, doing a good job of not giving out a lot of walks. And you Darvish, he did a good job all season long of not giving out the free pass himself. Fewer than two walks per nine, any sign strikeouts per nine. I do fear the home and roads was with him, though. 260 home area, 350 road area. Now, credit where credit is due. He did a solid job on the road towards back half of the season. And done a good job against the Mets all season long. He gave up one solo run over the course of 14 innings in his two starts against him. So he did nice there. But I do think that in a bigger spot, Matt Max Scherzer, we're going to call it what it is. He's got a little bit more playoff pedigree. He's had more success in the postseason than our good friend Yu Darvish. And... Right now with the San Diego Padres, they are dealing with some bullpen woes. Josh Hader has been able to do a better job recently. Scoreless outings in each out of his last 10 outings, which I do believe that he gave up one under and run against the LA Dodgers and one of those that was just completely not his fault. We're not going to pin that against him. Craig Salmon is right now in the bullpen. He's trying to fill a few innings for this team to Bell Crispin. Threw four innings on the game number 162, so he's most likely not going to be available. Tim L. along with Robert Suarez, they've got sub-3 ERAs, but the Mets, they are in better shape in terms of the bullpen, even with 
having someone like a Tommy Hunter being out of the fold for the team, South Lugo, sub-3 ERA since the All-Star break. Edwin Diaz has been really one of the best closers in all baseball, along with Manuel Classe. So I do think that these guys are going to be able to hold down the fort, and I do have confidence that the Mets are going to be able to generate enough offense to be able to get to W. you got a pair of guys with over 100 RBI, Pete Alonso, along with Francisco Lindor, both of these guys, at right around 270. Brandon Nimmo hitting more like a 275. Marcana more in the neighborhood about a 265. Jeff McNeil is a great job moving line 382 on base out of him so these guys have been able to do a rock solid job i will say for the san Diego padres they rank third in the big leagues in terms of runs scored on a per game basis on the road they're scoring five runs per game this is a significantly better offense when they're on the road rather than at home and manny machado has been the constant all season long for the team hitting at 300 he's been able to slug out 32 home runs you just have not gotten what you were bargaining for if you're the San Diego Padres. So with the guys that you traded for as Josh Bell, Brandon Drury, coupled with Juan Soto, have all hit a 250 or lower since they've come to San Diego. That is a big, giant issue for this team. Now, I will say these guys are once again hitting a little bit better on the road as you've been able to have Hossam Kim throughout the year at a 265 on the road. Will Myers is actually hitting above a 300 when he's been on the road as well, but the deep ball has been eluding them a little bit as well. Juan Soto, ever since he's gotten to town, it just has not been what the team was bargaining for. He got 27 home runs overall for the season, but in 52 games with San Diego, he has slugged out six home runs and hit at 236, and Drury Alonzo Bell, not necessarily doing a lot for you. I think that Max Scherzer deserves to be a little bit more of a sizable favorite with Darvish's road struggles, so I'm going to be taking a look at the bets on the money line. Six is just too low in this spot, especially with the Padres not being so locked down with their bullpen set by total at 6.7, so looking at the over as well. 941, 942 on the betting board. The Philadelphia Phillies are going to be on the road facing off against the St. Louis Cardinals. Jose Quintana is going to be going for the cards. Zach Whelan and Dylan Wheeler is going to be on the bump for the Phils, and this is a relative pick game. For St. Louis, you're finding them anywhere between a minus 105 to a minus 110 with the Phillies, and between minus 102 and minus 110. Total is anywhere between 6.5 and 7 on 6.5. Over is minus 120. The under is even on the 7. The under is minus 120 to a minus 125. The over is between even money and plus 105. Set the Cardinals at a minus 120. Now, Zach Wheeler has been very good against the St. Louis Cardinals this season as it's about 16 innings and I believe that he's given up only one run. So he has actually been able to do his part against the St. Louis Cardinals team. As a matter of fact, zero runs in 14 innings in his last two starts. So he certainly has been able to hold it down against St. Louis. But also with Zach Wheeler, he has struggled very much on the road this season. A buck 85 home ERA compared to a 384 road ERA. You do have trepidations with Zach Wheeler because coming off the injured list, it has been a little bit more touch and go with him. I will say that he has been able to do a solid job since coming off of his last injured list stand, he has given up three runs or fewer in every one of those starts, so, and it's something that you do like to see, and then for Jose Quintana, he has been rock solid ever since coming over at the trade deadline from the Pittsburgh Pirates as he has made 12 starts. 201 ERA. He's been a little bit lucky on the balls in play, but you know what? He does a very good job of being able to limit the walks. Only about 2.3 to 2.4 walks per nine innings, so that is something that you should be feeling very good about. And then in his last six starts, a 081 ERA, not having allowed a single home run. That is something that I do fear might come to an end, because with the Philadelphia Phillies, they've got a guy by the name of Kyle Schwarber who's been able to sell got 46 bombs this season. The batting average it's not necessarily there, but he's been able to do a solid job on that front. And then you've got JT Riamito, Alec Bohm, and then Gene Segura, only between about a 275 to 280. Bryce Harper, he is in the fold for the scene, but Bryce Harper has not been the same player since coming.
coming off the injured list. As a matter of fact, over the last 30 days coming into this game, hitting below the Mendoza line of 200. Reese Hoskins, he's been able to slug out 30 home runs, but his righty and lefty splits are not necessarily too terrific either. And then for the St. Louis Cardinals, you've got that duo of Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, and I think that that's going to be the most formidable in this series. A combined 65 home runs, Arenado hitting about a 295, Goldschmidt a 400 on base, and then you've got Brandon Donovan, who actually does an amazing job of being able to hit at home thus far this season for Mr. Donovan. He's hitting a 330 in St. Louis, and then you've had Albert Pujols at since the All-Star break. He's been able to get a home run every 10 or so at bats. Corey Dickerson as well, since the All-Star break, he's been able to hit right around 300. So you've got a lot of guys who are able to step up for the St. Louis Cardinals, I will say this. The injury to Ryan Elsley is something that you do want to be taking a look at. I think that he should be fine for this series, but he was dealing with a little bit of a finger injury for his back half of the season. That's big because he is the best bullpen piece for the St. Louis Cardinals, a sub-2 ERA, but Zach Thompson has been able to come through for about a 2 ERA. He's been able to do a solid job. Giovanni Gallegos, he has been a little bit up and down this season, but he's really been pitching his best here in the back half of the season. He has been able to do a solid job with right around a 3 or so ERA. And then for the Philadelphia Phillies, a bottom 6 bullpen in terms of ERA since the All-Star break, as it just has not been terrific for this team with Theo with injuries to Brad Hand and Sir Anthony Dominguez. Dominguez, since he has come off the injured list, he has not been himself with an 11.57 ERA in that time span. Connor Brogdon, Andrew Bellotti, both of these guys give you about a 3.50 ERA. And I will say Jose Alvarado is able to pick things up a little bit. David Robertson should be able to give you a couple of decent innings as well. But I give the edge to these St. Louis Cardinals being at home, being a team that I feel like is a little bit more balanced in terms of the lineup as well. I think that the Phillies, they are going to be able to get to Jose Quitan. I think that Quitan is doing for a little bit of negative regression, but Wheeler has had struggles on the road and the bullpen has had its struggles as well. I set my total at 7.7 looking over. So the Cardinals minus 128. So I'm laying it there. 943, 944 is a DK Nation pick. The Seattle Mariners at the road face off against the Toronto Blue Jays. Alec Manoa is going to be going for the Jays and Luis Castillo is on the bump for the Mariners. And the Mariners are finding themselves as underdogs of money has been coming in on them. They started out at a plus 125. Now you're finding the Mariners any routine plus 110 to a plus 118. The Blue Jays Open up as minus 145 favorites. They're now anywhere between minus 121 to a minus 137. Is the total under is minus 115. The over is minus 105. And the DK Nation pick is going to be fading that money. I'm going with the Blue Jays. I set them as a minus 149 favorite. I've absolutely loved what I've seen out of Alec Manoa all season long. A 224 ERA, 242 ERA at home, 207 ERA on the road. He has been terrific at keeping the ball in the yard, giving up about 0.75 home runs per nine innings. The walks per nine rate is about a 2.4. Opponents are hitting about a 202 off of him. And he goes up against the Seattle Mariners team that since the All-Star break, they are in the bottom three in the big leagues in terms of batting average. Now, they do get back Uli Rodriguez. It was very good to see him on game 162 at a home run. That indicates to me that he's probably feeling well coming into this series. And then you do have a few other guys. There we go deep for you. Carlos Santana has been able to slug out 19 to 20 home runs this season long. Ty France. Ty France has been able to 275. And you do have a lot of guys that in general for the Seattle Mariners team are unable to move the line. You've got someone like Cal Raleigh with 25 plus home runs for the team. Satano, I mentioned a little bit earlier. Abraham Toro, Jesse Winker. You're able to go down the line of guys hitting a 225 or lower. Mitch Anagar has been able to pick it up a little bit more in game 162. He was able to hit a home run as well. That's big. And the Mariners, they've been able to do a good job with their bullpen all year long. Andres Munoz, Paul Sewell, Derek Swanson, Penn Murphy, all sub-3 ERA. Matt Brash, he since going into the bullpen has been able to do a solid job. Matthew Boyd has been able to give you some good innings as well. But for the Toronto Blue Jays, 
they're able to match that bullpen themselves as you've had so many guys like Adam Simber, Yimmy Garcia, the closer Jordan Romano, David Phelps all provide a sub 3-2 ERA to Meza has been able to do a solid job as well. And then for Luis Castillo, he comes in scuffling a little bit. He had a pair of starts against the Oakland A's where he gave up three plus runs over his last five starts of 423 ERA. Not necessarily giving up a lot of home runs, three home runs in 27 and two-thirds innings. And his blocks per nine rate says getting to the Seattle Mariners is a 2.3. That is pretty much the best that has been in his entire career. But he has also posted up a higher ERA with the Seattle Mariners than he has with Cincinnati. And Cincinnati is far from a pitcher-friendly ballpark. Meanwhile, Seattle is. So that is a little bit glaring to me, in my opinion. Then with the Toronto Blue Jays, you just have all these guys are able to supply the deep ball. I think that they are the only team in the big leagues that have five separate guys and at least 24 home runs as Boba Shett, George Springer, Matt Chapman, Flagger, or Junior Tasker, Hernandez, all in that fold end. The only guy hitting below a 264 is Chapman with a 325 on base. Alejandro Kirk has done a nice job and a 285. Now they've been dealing with an injury to Lourdes Gurriel, but Remy Altapia still does a solid job of moving the line. Danny Jansen, he's able to hit a 260 as well. I think that it's just going to be an onslaught of offense when it comes to Blue Chase. Now, do note that with Toronto, they no longer have the COVID mandate, so you're going to be able to have the full allotment of players for the Seattle Mariners. That's not something that you have to factor in to your handicap this postseason, but even without that, fans are certainly going to be out for the Toronto Blue Jays in this spot. I think that they've got really the best home field advantage of any of these four teams, and all four of these teams are going to have tremendous home field advantages in my opinion, but my DK Nation pick is going to be on the Blue Jays on the money line. Semi-total is 7.3 with the way that Luis Castillo has been struggling, and even though the Seattle Mariners have not done a good job in terms of batting average since the All-Star break, they also do rank second in the American League in terms of home runs on a per-game basis, so also going to be taking a look at this total over time. Wrap things up with 945, 946 on the betting board. The Tampa Bay Rays, they are going to be on the road facing off against the Cleveland Guardians as you've got Shane Bieber who hopes to have a fever for getting out for the Guardians and Shane McClanahan is going to be going for the Rays and the Rays they are anywhere between a minus 101 to a plus 107. Meanwhile, if we take a look at Cleveland, it's anywhere between minus 109 and minus 120. Six is the total. The under is anywhere between minus 110 to a minus 125. Over is anywhere between minus 110 to a plus 105. Boy, does it seem chalky right now, but I'm going to be going with another favorite end and over as I set the Guardians at a minus 132. I just take a look at Shane McClanahan, and ever since he came off the injured list, he really had that one good start in which he went five scoreless innings against the Toronto Blue Jays in his first start back. And other than that, he's given up three-plus runs, and I believe every one of his other starts, he has not looked 100%. As a matter of fact, in his start against the Houston Astros a few weeks ago after the Astros had clinched a division, he came out and just laid a big, giant stinker. In his last four starts, he has given up 11 runs, four home runs in total, eight walks in 19 innings. This guy does not look right at all. Now, if this was the Shane McClanahan that we saw pre-All-Star break, I'd be willing to take this price with the Tampa Bay Rays, not with the way that he's pitching right now. Meanwhile, for Shane Bieber, he has been able to do an absolutely spectacular job for the Guardians here down the stretch in his last six starts, posting up a 220 ERA, 5-0 record. He has given up four home runs over the course of 41 innings in that time span, but that shows you that he's delivering a lot of length, and he's also been able to do a good job of containing the deep ball at home. 0.8 home runs per nine innings. His walks per nine rate has been supreme as well. 1.7 walks per nine innings. Not quite as many strikeouts as when he won the Cy Young a few years ago with right around nine strikeouts per nine innings, but has been able to do a very solid job. And the Cleveland Guardians, I know that it's against Kansas City Royals, but five plus runs and three out of their last four games. And this is a Guardians team that they're not going to supply the deep ball, but they do a good job of moving the line in general. 
as you've got five separate guys that are hitting at least a 280 for this team. Oscar Gonzalez, Ahmed Rosario, Andre Jimenez, Jose Ramirez, and then you're able to throw in there Stephen Kwan as well. And then Will Brandon actually came on towards the end of the season. He was very, very nearly hitting a 300 for this bunch as well. Really the main matchup for this team is Jose Ramirez, 29 home runs, over 120 RBI. Really nobody else hit more than 20 home runs for this bunch. But with the Guardians, they are one of the few teams that have a better bullpen than the Tampa Bay Rays. As James Karinczak, Emmanuel Classe, both a sub-2 ERA in the 8th and ninth inning. And then you've got Nick Samlin, Trevor Steven, Anya De Los Santos, Sam Hentages, all providing a sub-3-1 ERA for the Tampa Bay Rays. Jason Adam, Feet Fairbanks, these guys have been incredible. They've been able to provide you with a sub-2 ERA all season long. You've been able to get some good production out of someone like a Brooks Raley, Colin Pooch, most likely going to be out of the fold for this game one. JT Charcois has been able to do an okay job, but with the Tampa Bay Rays, you've got two guys that overall for the season have hit more than 12 home runs. That is Randy Rosarena and Isaac Paredes. And with Paredes sitting at 205 this season, you've got a few guys that have just really been dead bads for this team. He, along with someone like a Taylor Walls, they have not been able to do a solid job. Jose Siri, since he got over from Houston, he's sitting about a 240, but a 292 on base now. You do have guys that are able to move the line as Juan Franco, Manuel Margot, Randy Rosarena, all these guys between a 325 to a 330 on base, sitting between 263 and a 278. Yandy Diaz, 400 on base, and Harold Ramirez hitting a 300. But I do think that the advantages in this game really do go to the Cleveland Guardians. And with the way that Shane McClanahan is pitching right now, it's six in this spot, even with the weather in Cleveland being a little bit cooler. There have been a lot of rain delays recently in Cleveland games, but even with all that, a six is just too low in this spot, in my opinion. Also be on the lookout because this is a noon Eastern time first pitch, so get in best early on this one, but I like the over, and I do like the Cleveland Guardians on the money line. Was willing to lay closer to a minus 130 on that front, and that will wrap things up for the Friday edition of the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Veasan Family, a podcast. A big thanks to Andrew Cayley of Covers for joining me in the last segment. If you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever you podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you'll have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters M. They mean does not matter, so as per usual, please send these into the timeline. The other way, that is via an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated from there. You are able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. I'll be coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season. That means I'm coming at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.